Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And welcome to the program on your Monday afternoon, everybody. So glad to have you here uh, after the wonderful, wonderful weekend. Did you have a good weekend? I hope you had a good weekend because I had a really, really nice weekend. My best friend, Pat Hatch, came into town and we got to go out to breakfast with him on Sunday. And it was absolutely fantastic. Always good to see him. So um, there you go. Um, Okay. It was how long ago was it? I don't know if it was last week. It might have been early last week, maybe the week before. I was telling you about this World Health Organization treaty. Now, what this thing would do is it would allow the World Health Organization, if they could declare, so Tedros, over, over the WHO, this guy could declare that your country has a health emergency. Even if your country does not agree, then you automatically have a health emergency. And a lot of countries have signed on to this treaty. And I told you folks, I said, listen, it is going to come here. We are going to get this. And I had all of these naysayers on on, on the text lights. Oh, Charlie, Charlie, a treaty has to be uh, passed by two thirds of the Senate. Yada, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But I explained to you, don't let that word treaty fool you. So let's just wipe the word treaty out and just say an agreement, an agreement. Because if they pass this agreement, and they are going to pass it, a lot of the folks over there at the European Union, lots of other countries, Canada is going to pass it, Mexico will probably pass it. So then it will be, there it will be, there it will be. And you guys are saying, oh, this will never happen in the United States. And I told you, it doesn't, we don't have to pass a treaty for these directives to be enacted. All we've got to do is have the CDC, the NIH, all of these big health plans, health companies, big health, big pharma, go along with this treaty. Don't get hung up on that word. And they will start enacting these things here in the United States. Oh, no. And I know you all want to be smarter than the host, but it rarely happens. And I just uh, that's not ego talking. That's just a fact. So all these people go, oh, no, it'll never happen, Charlie. Oh, really? It won't? Well, let's take a look at Senate Bill 915 right here in South Carolina. This bill, which was passed by the Senate last week, would basically enact a health czar here in the United States. I'm sorry, here in South Carolina. 
the Secretary of Health and Policy. It would be a cabinet position under the governor. Now, listen to this. Listen to this part that really makes me, that really concerns me about this. Because this person would be in charge of a lot of stuff. This person, whoever the Secretary of Health uh, here in South Carolina will be, and we don't know yet. But this position would have more power than even the governor. Now, here in South Carolina, we've got something called a weak governor here. I don't and I'm not talking about Henry McMaster. I'm not talking about any of the other governors. The office of the governor is a weak position. And that was one of the things that very early on in in this state's history, they decided that they did not want a a strong governor's office. They wanted a weak governor's office so the state legislature could make all the decisions. Okay. So this secretary of health here in South Carolina would indeed be the most powerful person in the state. Just think of it as Hugh Leatherman on steroids. Remember Hugh Leatherman? How much power that guy had? This would be this would make this would make Hugh Leatherman look like the also round. It was just going to blow his power out of the water. So, let's take a look at section forty four one one hundred. All sheriffs and constables in the counties of this state and police officers and health officers in cities and towns must aid and assist the director of the Department of Public Health and Environmental Control and must carry out and obey his orders or those of the Department of Public Health and Environmental Control to enforce and carry out any and all restrictive measures and quarantine regulations that may be prescribed. During a state of public health emergency as defined by, uh, defined by Section 444130, the director may request assistance in enforcing orders issued pursuant to this chapter and pursuant to Chapter 4, Title 44 from the Public Safety Authority as defined in 444130. Other state law enforcement authorities and local law enforcement, the Public Safety Authority, may request assistance from the South Carolina National Guard in enforcing orders made pursuant to this chapter or, or pursuant to Chapter 4, Title 44. So not only, not only could, could, could uh, Hobart Lewis or Chuck White, if they, they can't deny this. They have to do it. They have to go along with whatever the new health czar says here in South Carolina. And by golly, if they don't, they're going to call in the National Guard on you. They declare a pandemic and you're walking down Main Street in downtown Greenville and you're not wearing a mask and you're not, you're, oh boy, here come the National Guard. You decide to go for a stroll on the beach down at John's Island or, or uh, uh, Sullivan's Island or Isle of Palms, they'll call out the National Guard. This bill was supposed to decentralize health care here in South Carolina, but what it does is it centralizes it under one huge mega, one huge person with mega authority. This scares me like nothing else. And and why we have a so-called conservative state Senate passing something like this is ridiculous. Don't they understand? Oh, no, oh, no, Charlie, that'll never, oh, it won't? It won't happen? Are you sure? What if we had a Democrat governor 
You ever think about that? You ever think about what could happen in the future when maybe one day, because we've had them before, we've had Democrat governors before. What would happen if we had a Democrat governor that decided, hey, we're going to have a health emergency, clear the beaches, clear the streets, quarantine people. And if they don't do that, we'll throw them in jail. Folks, this scares me to death. We're going to talk this afternoon to several people on both sides of this issue. We'll find out what they have to say. But I would like to know what you have to say about that, about how all of this, all of these policies that we're getting right now is pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Uh, Charlie, you got to read this. The WHO, WEF, World Bank, with a tokenized world. It turns control over to the elites who run these places. The agenda, the agenda is unfolding now and is already happening. Oh, it absolutely is. It's absolutely happening right now. So get ready. We're going to talk to both people on both sides of this issue. Charlie, sounds like the Democrats are laying the brickwork to steal the election again. Um, somebody wanted to know the bill number, Senate Bill 915. It is already passed. We'll, t- we'll talk about that coming up. Let's go to uh, B.C. in Greenville and talk to him. B.C., welcome to the program. How are you? What about- uh, I wanted to yeah. talk about election integrity. Well, I- I- I'll do that later. Later, if I let me call back in. Well, no, just go ahead and tell. Let's talk about it real quick now because we're going to talk about that coming up next. Yeah, what's up? Okay, do you know the requirement in the South Carolina Constitution, which if made into law, would eliminate up to all uses of mail-in ballots? Do I know of any? Do I know of anything in the Constitution? Do you know of the requirement in the South Carolina Constitution that would eliminate up to all uses of mail-in ballots? No, if I. It was I don't know that. Okay, I'll tell you. State Constitution clearly says all elections are to be by secret ballot. A, um, a An effective secret ballot law, which they don't have now, right. would mean that nobody, including the voter, is to have proof of how they voted. And do you know why that is good? Well, yeah, because then people can't be intimidated. Yes, and if I wanted to buy your vote, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna pay you to vote a certain way unless I can see proof. There's no proof. You're right. You're exactly right. But, so. And uh, your boss is not gonna be able to say, "Prove to me how you vote, or you're gonna be fired." Yeah, you're right. No. You're right. So, all right, BC, well, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you very much. I, I, I got to hit a break here, but uh, thank you. Uh, we'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to the program. Let's go to the carpro.com talk line 800-905-0989. We'll talk to the most conservative black voice in all of South Carolina. JR, how you doing, my friend? Better than I deserve. And after this weekend, which is now in the rearview mirror, uh, you know, man, this this is it's a pedal to the metal. Yeah. So uh, we're moving forward. But listen, I I appreciate your attention to bringing uh, issues to 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 our 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 knowledge and about this uh, this health czar. Yeah. You know, the, the bottom line is. The one thing the founders understood, no matter what, you know, how people want to nitpick about it, they understood oppression and tyranny of government. And one of the things that we have seen over the course of the years, you've got the three branches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the bureaucracy that has metastasized on every level, whether it's a municipal, state or even the federal level, that people like you and me have absolutely no, you know, once it's enacted and this, 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 this locomotive is rolling, people have no control over it. So, you know, why, why would you, you know, literally, why would you give somebody a stick, you know, to beat the public with, uh, it, it it makes it, it's, it's stupidity. And, and, and I'll say that, and, and I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm good friends with, uh, Thomas Alexander and, yeah. uh, but the bottom line, it's stupid. Tell them that, tell them all Jr. said it's, it's, it's stupid because to your point, Charlie, literally, you know, you got to wear a mask. You and your wife got to live on opposite ends of the house. Yeah. You, I mean, you know, you can't get, I mean, it, it's, it's there. We have seen during the pandemic, they know no bounds because they have, un, they literally, unlimited power yeah and that's that's pretty much what it would be it would be unlimited power you can't vote them out no you can't vote them that's out. right and you know and then and and then if you protest i mean who who do you protest with and then if you do protest you know then 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 jr gets locked up then i gotta call charlie and will to bail me out you know, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> Hope I got cash. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I love it, man. Listen, I, 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 I love you, brother. I love it as always. Thank keep you, man. Up, keep us informed, man. Keep us informed. I will absolutely do that, Jr. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. But just think about it. It wasn't all that long ago we had Jim Hodges, Democrat governor of South Carolina. How do you think a Democrat governor would do with a health czar like this. Well, what uh, JR started off talking about was the election this weekend, the primary election here in South Carolina. And it was a, uh, uh, let me just put it this way Trump won bigly. Trump won bigly. And he did. 
59.8 to 39.5. Total votes in this 755,800. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. A lot of people say it was good voter turnout. Trump got 451,905 votes. Haley got 298,674 votes. And I called it pretty well. I called it pretty well. I missed a couple of them here. I thought she would do well in Charleston County. She did. She won Charleston County 62 to 38. I knew she was going to do well in Richland County. She did 58 to 41. Did not see Buford County. That wasn't even really on my radar, but Nikki Haley won that 55 to 44. I thought mm, there was a chance that she was going to take maybe Allendale, but that didn't happen. That didn't happen at all. Trump won 71-29 on that one. But in Nikki Haley's home county of Bamberg, Trump won 65 to 35. That was massive. That was absolutely astronomical. I mean, you look at some of these, um, just take a look at some of these uh, totals here. Williamsburg. Trump got 80% of the vote. Marlborough County, Trump got 82% of the vote. Dillon County, 85% of the vote. I think they took the prize for the day. Union County, he got 84% of the vote. Another, Cherokee, 85% of the vote for Donald Trump. Those are big numbers, folks. Especially when you look at that she lost in her home county. And she's still not going to leave this race, still saying she's in this race until the inning, until the end. She's looking forward to Super Tuesday. Of course, what do we got coming up before that? We got Michigan and we've got we got Michigan. We got Missouri. They've got a caucus there in Missouri. We've got North Dakota on March 4th and then Super Tuesday coming up on March the 5th. This thing is probably going to be over with on March the 12th when Georgia, Mississippi, Washington, and a couple other places have their um, primaries and their caucuses. But is there, oh, oh, and by the way, she's now lost two huge donors. Americans for Prosperity have dropped her like a sack of potatoes. So did Reed Hoffman, the big Democrat donor, uh, the guy that runs, um, was it LinkedIn? By the way, yesterday my wife said, I just, I just deleted my LinkedIn account. I was like, what? Yeah, I'm not dealing with Reed Hoffman. I was like, good idea, hon. I'm going to do that too. So, so big losses for Nikki Haley. So President Trump had his uh, victory party in Columbia, and there was a familiar name brought up on the stage. Let's see how that worked. Another man, not a lot of people know him. He doesn't do too much television. He happens to be a little bit uh, further left than some of the people on the stage. But I always say, when I'm in trouble on the left, I call up Lindsey Graham and he straightens it out so fast. And I'll tell you, no, no. No, no, remember, remember. I love him. He's a good man. Come up here, Lindsay. Come up here, Lindsay. <laughs> I love it. Come here. I love it. I don't know why. 
I don't know why. Okay, are you ready? All right, are you ready? Here we go. America, the yeah. nightmare you're facing is just about over. Okay, so Lindsey Graham once again got booed in front of President Trump. And, of course, we all remember what happened in Pickens on that day. Let's see. Welcome to Pickens. Thank y'all for coming. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, that was a day. That was a day. When you know, one of the things I'm like, President Trump, when are you going to take that albatross from around your neck? When are you going to remove that Lindsey Graham weight that is on you? There's a reason the people of South Carolina boo this man everywhere he goes. There's a reason. Ditch him. Ditch him quickly. It's not going to hurt you in South Carolina. I promise. When we get back, big changes in the RNC. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. Well, we do have some good news coming out of the RNC. Ronna McDaniel has announced her resignation. Now, we heard about this a couple of weeks ago, and then she was like, nah, psych, just kidding, not stepping down, not going anywhere, we got work to do. Well, now she has announced that she is resigning as RNC chair, and uh, this is going to be effective coming up on March the 8th. And I'm going to tell you something, folks, not a better thing could happen to the RNC than for her to step down, 100%. Look at how many elections have been lost under her tutelage at the RNC. Far too many. She's ineffective. We, we, we've seen all the unbelievable spending. We've seen all of the, I mean, she spent a ton of money on limos and flowers. Where where was the, uh, where was the, what were the Democrats spending their money? Well, they were spending their money on like voter databases and get out the mail votes. So good. I'm glad she is stepping down. I really am because I believe she has done more damage to the to the Republican Party. And, and here's another thing. Here's a deal. Um, when we and we do know. We do know. That. There was some hinky business going on. Fulton County, DeKalb County in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Maricopa County in Arizona, several other places. We know there were some things going on. But did the RNC actually dig in and look into all of this? No, they did not. As soon as those elections were over, they picked up sticks and they left town. We saw what happened with Carrie Lake when she ran for governor of Arizona. We, we, we've seen all of those things happen. This is where the RNC should step in and go, nope, no, no, no. We're here. We're going to make sure everything was on the up and up. But what Ronna McDaniel and the RNC did is they just wanted to wash their hands of it. Just, oh, well, on to the next election. Well, let's make sure that the first ones are up to date as well. Oh, and by the way, the Democrats, you know what the Democrats are trying to do? Now, remember, they're trying to throw Donald Trump in jail 
trying to claim that he uh, uh, interfered in the election, try to overthrow the election. Right. So now the Democrats are saying that they want to actually do what they're accusing of Donald Trump of doing. Now they're saying that they're not going, there are plans right now. Because remember, all of this has to be done by the vice president in the House. The vice president is the president of the House, uh, actually the president of the Senate. Sorry. Um, All this has to be approved by the Senate. So they're actually talking about plans not to certify the election. Wait a minute. Hold on. I thought Mike Pence said he had to certify the election. I thought Mike Pence said he had no choice constitutionally not to certify the election. And now the Democrats are going to come along and go, oh, absolutely. Oh, no, we don't have to. That's up, that's up to us. That's our job. We, we get to decide if this election is certified. They're already planning on doing that. Those are the plans that are in the works right now. And who's going to fight them? Who's literally going to stand up and get into a fist fight on the floor of the Senate over this? Because those are the people that I want to congratulate and, and actually, if possible, get out there and vote for. Those people who will actually fight for our republic instead of the people who are okay with a democracy. Those are the people that should be admired and looked up to. But will we have any? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. If anything is actually done. So all of the things, hopefully now we can get Laura Trump in as vice chair of the RNC. Hopefully, fingers crossed, because right now we're getting all the same old talking points. Russia, 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 right? That's there we go. We got Joe Scarborough. We got all that mess going on. By the way, I got a big story about Ukraine coming up in just a little bit. Is going to blow your mind. So. We've got all these things about all of these trials, all of these indictments, all of these lawsuits, all of these cases. And somebody was talking to me today. And here's the thing. You can tell, you know, when somebody just regurgitates the headlines. You can tell, right? Well, okay. All right. uh, And I tell you, if you want the real story, you're going to have to look for it. Because it'll be there. You have got to read until at least the fifth paragraph of every story. Then you'll start really understanding what's going on. Because the headlines aren't the story. The headlines are to grab your eye, to get your attention. The real story comes up, like I said, about the fifth paragraph. But a lot of people don't read that fifth paragraph. In fact, they don't read the first paragraph. They just read the headline and they go about their business thinking they know everything in the world. Well, that's just not true. So I asked this guy today, he's like, you know, all these, are they, all these crimes. I said, what, 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 what crimes? What, what crimes did, did Trump commit? Well, well, he wasn't paying taxes on his properties in, in, in New York. And I said, what? What did you just say? I said, you think, you think that case is about Trump not paying his taxes in New York? That's, that's what you, oh, well, yeah, yeah. I said, no, it wasn't about, it wasn't about that at all. It wasn't about that at all. The information is out there, but these Democrats, they don't want to read it. They don't even want to know. There's no, 
intellectual curiosity about them whatsoever. They just want to go along with the headline on CNN, the headline in in the New York Times, and that's it. Nothing else. They don't care to do any research or do any digging. Everything that Trump has been, uh, uh, first of all, accused of has been completely bogus. 100%. From from Fannie Willis to Letitia James and that Judge Ungeron, who looks like Mr. Freezemeister in The Year Without Christmas, The Year Without Santa Claus, um, Alvin Bragg, Jack Smith, all of the, the whole Russian collusion thing has all been just a bunch of made-up bunk, and they know it. Well, they don't know it because they don't read the headlines, uh, because that's all they read is the headlines. Anyway, so... So they got, and we've even got we've even got people in the Republican Party. And I I was going to wait to tell you this, but I had a guy this weekend take a shot at me on on Twitter, right? So it was like it was like, hey, hey, Charlie, how's that trucker protest going? And I just simply texted back about as well as the DeSantis campaign, Broomcha. That was it. He comes back at me with like, you're a libtard, you're a Trump-tard, you're a blah, 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 and you are horrible and you've got an awful program, all in all caps. And I thought, I have never, I have never been that upset when somebody told me who they were voting for. I never have. You, you could tell, you could tell, you could say, you know, you know, I'm going to vote, I'm going to write in, uh, I'm, I'm going to write in uh, anybody, you name it. I'm going to write in Jim Clyburn. I'd be like, oh, okay. See how that works out for you. But I'm not going to get humble. But boy, you tell them you're voting for Trump. Rawr, rawr, the fangs come out. The Trump derangement syndrome happens every single time. So again, Ronna McDaniel stepping down from chair of the RNC coming up on March 8th. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. I got to tell you, I'm uh, I'm playing a little bit hurt today. A little bit hurt today. So it was uh, yesterday morning. My wife and I were going down to, uh, we, we met my buddy Pat Hatch downtown, uh, had a little breakfast there. And then we went back and we like to take the dogs to Swamp Rabbit Cafe every day. And we get them a little sandwich. They love their sandwich. It's the only time they get bread during the week. They look a little bread, little maybe maybe a little bit of cheese. It upsets Artie's tummy, but we give them a little bit of bread, and they're very happy, and they get to socialize, see other dogs, other people. It's really good. Uh, they, they really love it. So as we were driving to Swamp Rabbit Cafe, have you, have you ever had this happen to you? All of a sudden, I got this really sharp pain in my eye, just like, oh, wow, what was that? You know? And then it went away. Just like a little sharp pain. Boom. Ah, gone. Okay, wow, that was weird. Didn't think about it. So yesterday afternoon, I'm sitting, um, I did a little yard work. Um, I was watching something on television, and all of a sudden, it was something in the corner of my eye. And I was like, oh, and, and the first thing I thought of was 
maybe it's an eyelash. Okay, it's an eyelash. Got all twisted up, so I was kind of straightened my eyelashes, my luxuriously long eyelashes there, and uh, and that didn't do it. So I thought, well, maybe it's a, maybe let me check my glasses because every now and then one of the dogs' hairs gets in my it gets everywhere when you own a collar. You know what I'm talking about? The hair gets everywhere, and uh, I thought it may be a dog hair caught in my glasses or something. Look, there was nothing there. And as the evening went on, it just got worse. And all of a sudden, it, it was like a mass of hair inside my eyeball, just floating around. And it was, I mean, it was disturbing to see, right? It's all that, whoa, this is not good. Now, I've had floaters before, and most people have. They've had floaters. You can see them in, in your eyes a little bit. But this was huge. This was a big floater in my eye. So I was like, Wow. So I looked it up, did all the things, and it's, uh, it's like a diffusion floater or something like that it's, is what it's called. It looks like exactly what I just described to you. So I thought, all right, well, let's see if this straightens itself out. So I woke up this morning, and sure enough, the big floater was gone. But now I've got a million little floaters in my eye. So if I close my right eye, it literally looks... Like I'm looking through a 100-year-old farmhouse window where the family smoked heavily. I mean, it is very blurry. I can't see anything. I can't make out anything in my left eye right now, and I'm very, very worried about it. Do you guys ever have anything like that happen to you? Will, have you ever ever had floaters in your eye or anything like that? This is disturbing to me right now. You know, I feel like any time that your hearing vision starts, you know, something obstructs it, that's that's always a scary situation. Um, The one thing I can remember is I was working on my car one time, and it wasn't anything natural. I mean, it was just doing car work, not wearing eye protection, and I just got a huge chunk of, Ah. like, oil glob, like, in, and, you know, I'm sitting there like, don't freak out, don't freak out, yeah. don't because that's the last thing you want to do. And just sitting there holding my eyelid open until I can go rinse yeah. this thing out of my eye. And, uh, yeah, no, it is scary. And, I mean, especially if you just wake up and it's like blurry vision, you know, I, that's – I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Somebody said it was an eye stroke. Did I just have an eye stroke? That that doesn't sound great. That does not sound don't, like a good thing. That don't WebMD us, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Charlie, go get it checked ASAP. It could be a detached retina. Charlie, I uh, recently experienced the same thing. The doctor diagnosed this uh, immediately, immediately as a secondary cataract, which forms behind the eyeball, can be easily fixed with laser treatments. Oh, my goodness. That might be... I was going cataracts is it's it's not a great thing, but at least it's it's manageable. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and apparently treatable these days. Hey, yep. Charlie, try a <clears throat> parasite detox. Tell your jo- doctor you went out of the country for a week. Uh, so should I like use uh, some uh, um ivermectin? Uh, I was wondering this. I got it. I got it. I got ivermectin. Charlie, I had mine happen ex- uh, except it looked like he's looking through muddy water. Mine was a torn retina. Wow. How could I have torn my retina? That's I haven't done anything to tear my retina. What are you looking at, Charlie? You doing too many magic eye puzzles? I don't the- know. You know what? So I did read some. It said this. This comes with aging. 
Don't. That's right. Don't you dare. That's such a cop. I don't want to hear that. This is a normal sign of aging. I don't want to hear the normal sign of aging. Oh, right. That's not what I want. <laughs> Charlie, go to the doctor right away. Don't mess with your eyes. Charlie, it could be, oh my gosh, could be ocular melanoma. Oh, great. Oh, that's lovely. Charlie, I got floaters in my eyes after an explosion. Sometimes it interferes with reading. How about that? Charlie, eye migraines. I've had those before. I have I have ocular mi- migraines on occasion. What's the the most common? It's a astigmatism. That's yeah. and I'm guessing that's not it. No, no. This uh, ocular migraine is a, it doesn't hurt. But you get this checkerboard pattern in your eyes. Gotcha. It's kind of weird. Kind of weird. Um, could be a torn retina. Somebody said that. Charlie, there you go. Charlie had diabetic uh, retinopathy. Blood vessels bleed in the back of the eye. Eventually, partially blocked my vision. I don't have diabetes. So, yeah, I might have to go to a doctor about this. So, we'll see. See what happens. But this is just, it's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, it's like looking through mud right now. That's not fun. Charlie, I get, uh, let's see, anybody else here? Charlie, you better go to the eye doctor. I had that years ago, like looking through a screen. It did clear up, but I had to be careful for a while. I do believe a detached retina would be painful. Yeah, I think it would hurt if I had something like that, but this doesn't hurt. It's just aggravating as heck. Charlie, a sudden onset is never a sign of aging. Sudden onset means sudden changes. See an ophthalmologist ASAP. So maybe I will have to do that. Charlie, since you had pain and now blurry sight, it might be a retina tear. Really? Charlie, it's just gas. <laughs> it might be. I hope it's not. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. One-eyed and all. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.